Hey, hey, you're listening to the Journey with Janice podcast. Join me on the journey of pursuing Jesus, building our lives on the word, and seeing this world impacted with the love of God. The Journey with Janice podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. You can find my podcast and other great podcasts in the network at newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at The Journey with Janice and check out my website, journeywithjanice.com. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of The Journey with Janice. I am so excited that you have taken time out of your day or night to tune into this podcast. I absolutely love being able to get on here to encourage your hearts in the Lord, to talk about the Word, to talk about what God is doing in and through my life during this season, the things He's showing me. And so it's always a joy to be able to do that. And so I so want to welcome you to reach out to me, whether that's on social media, through this podcast directly, however you can reach me through my website, journeywithjanice.com. I want to hear what God is doing in and through your life. I want to hear what you're doing in this season, the kingdom things that God has on your heart, your dreams, your desires. Like That is so precious to me, and I love being able to encourage people in the call that God has on their life. He is so good and so faithful and so worthy of our everything, so worthy of our everything. And you guys might hear that my voice sounds a little bit off, and that is simply because I have been sick for a little over a week, and praise God today, I'm feeling so much better, still feeling a little bit weak, but definitely on the meds, and just so thankful for just the ability to be able to rest a lot the last almost, well, almost week and a half, really, to be able to rest and just recuperate. So thankful for God and that he is our healer. He's our sustainer. He is the giver of life. And I just spent some time in the word and journaling, which are two of my favorite things in the world. And I just am so thankful for God. And I open up to the scripture in First Timothy 6. It says, God who gives life to all things. And I love that. God gives life to us, to our physical beings, to us as human beings. But he also gives life to our dreams, to our desires, to those things he has called us to. He brings life into dead places. And I love that because as believers, we carry that life, that life of Jesus that lives inside of us. We carry that into every sphere of influence that we are in, whether that's our workplace, the grocery store, our friendships, our family, wherever we are, our community, our churches even. How many of you know that sometimes church needs that that life brought to it? And so we have that beautiful privilege and opportunity to bring life everywhere that we go because his spirit lives within us. And I'm so thankful for that. I'm so thankful to be able to have kingdom influence wherever I'm at, wherever I'm at, that I carry that influence with me. And I love something that my youth pastor um, had said a long time ago, that we are not called to be thermometers that adjust to the atmosphere and to the environment around us, but we're called to be thermostats, that we set that environment. And so I've always kept that tucked away in my heart and remembered that every in every season of life that I've lived through since that I am called to be an atmosphere shifter. I'm called to bring the light of glory, that I'm called to bring that hope, that faith, that igniting of just fervency and, and desire to wherever God calls me to. And I just so want to be faithful to that. I want to be so faithful to do the things God has called me to, to reach the people he has called me to reach and to bring 
an impact, to make an impact, to bring it, bring the difference. And we all have something to bring to the table. And I was just reading the other day in the word where it talks about how God puts us in the body where he wants us to be. And we know Jesus is called the head of the church and we're called the body. We're the body of Christ. And there was a couple different things as I was reading that God was really just highlighting to my heart. And it was that God is the one that places us in the body where he wants us. And a couple things first is that we cannot think because we aren't a different part of the body that we don't matter. And how many of you can just testify to that, that it's so easy to fall into the enemy's trap of comparison and think, wow, because I'm not a worship leader or because I'm not the one preaching today or because I'm not in you know another position that God has anointed and positioned someone else to be in, that our position isn't significant. And that is just something God has been so settling in my heart for a long time that no matter where you're at, we're all on level playing field, that we all have something of value. And if God put you where he put you, which I believe he did, if you are functioning where God has put you and you're not trying to function in in a different position that you weren't designed for, that position that God has put you for, there is an anointing on that. And so I encourage you to, maybe you're listening, you're like, I actually, Janice, I have no idea what God has called me to. I don't really know where I function in the body. I encourage you to seek the Lord and ask him, ask him. And I actually had that just being super vulnerable with you a few years ago where I was getting into a little bit of comparison where I was like, well, I don't really, I'm not really needed in this ministry. I'm not really needed in this scenario or whatever because someone else has it. Someone else is doing a great job or whatever. And it's so important that we encourage the call. We recognize the call on other people, but we don't, but that we don't discredit our own value and the, our own things that we bring to the table. And so I got really real with the Lord and I was like, God, what is my gifting? What is my calling? And I will tell you that when we ask, he will answer. And he did. I just had that time with the Lord and wrote some things down that he put on my heart, that he spoke to my heart. And it really empowered me and encouraged me to start stepping out into what I'm called to. But sometimes it's just, we just, we just don't know, right? The Bible says that we, people lack, um, perish for lack of knowledge, for lack of understanding. And so if we don't know, then we can't thrive in what we're called to. And so I encourage you to take time after you listen to this podcast to just seek the Lord. Ask him, God, what are my gifts? What are my callings? What have you designed and purpose for me to do? Where do I fit in the body of Christ? So that's the first thing is to know where you're at in the body, to not think that you're not valuable because you might not look like a different part of the body. And then the other part is to not discredit the other parts of the body because it's so easy to... Maybe look at the other parts and be like, well, I don't need you. And that's what the Bible talks about. I don't, I don't have need of you. And it's it's so not true because every single part of the body of Christ is so needed and so valuable. And so I pray that anyone that hears this episode will begin, even if it's something you're already doing, maybe in a greater measure, to look at other people that are around you and really see the gift that God has put inside of them. And I absolutely love that. You guys, if you know me at all, you know that I love being able to see the gift that God has put in other people and to call it out. And I can't tell you how many times that I have called out what I see in other people and they 
don't see it in themselves. And I think that we would be naive to assume that people really, people already know. We don't need to say anything because they already know, you know, whatever. A lot of times people don't. We just, we don't see the greatness that God has put inside of us. And so it's so important that we're willing to be bold and speak up and call those things out in others so that we can see them impacting the world in the way that God created them to. And it's such a beautiful thing to be a a part of the body of Christ. It's such a beautiful thing to be a part of what God is doing in the earth right now in this season. And I just, I know that God is shifting so many things in this season for so many people. I talk to a lot of people all the time. If you know me, I'm like an extrovert with a capital E. And so I have just a lot of people in my life, a lot of people that, that I communicate with regularly. And it's so apparent that this is a season in the body of Christ that God is calling people into new things, that it's a season of God fulfilling his desires and people, words, prophetic words that maybe have just sat on the shelf for so long. God is calling those things to awaken in people. He's calling those desires to come to pass. And it's so beautiful to be a part of it, to be a part of of speaking life into people, to be a part of watching God literally resurrect hope inside of people. And I just pray over you if you are listening and you just feel like hope has died inside of you. I just pray and prophesy over you right now that God is resurrecting that hope, those dreams, those desires inside of you, that he is resurrecting those and bringing them back to life because he is again, the God who gives life to all things. And there are things inside of you that you have yet to experience. There is life that you have yet to experience. There are things that God wants to do in and through your life. And the enemy wants nothing more than to steal, kill, and destroy. That is his MO. It has always been that way and it always will be that way. That's all he does. But we cannot give more power to the first part of that scripture than the second part of that scripture that says that God has come to give life and life abundantly. And so I don't focus on the fact that the enemy is going to steal, kill, and destroy. Yes, we're not ignorant of his devices. We know what he's up to. We are not turning a blind eye. We are offensive on the battlefield when it comes to what the enemy is doing. But we are so enamored with the God of all creation who is literally with us every moment of every day, who is the one who speaks life to those dead places inside of us. He is the one that gives life to all things. He is the one that gives abundant life. And we have to give more of our focus to that because that is truth. And we know that we are seated with him in heavenly places. And I remind myself of that so often that I am seated with him in heavenly places. And I think about that scripture that says, forget not all his benefits. And I ask the Lord from time to time, God, what are my benefits? What do you have for me this side of eternity? Because we know that eternal life is knowing him and knowing him can start now. And that just comes with the decision to to live your life for him, to be born again, to surrender your life to Jesus Christ. And so we can experience eternal life now. And so I ask the Lord, God, what are my benefits now? This side of eternity, what do I have access to? What are my kingdom privileges? What keys do the kingdom have you given me? And I love where the word talks about how he's given the keys to the kingdom to bind and to loose. And binding means to forbid, loose means to permit. And so you have authority in your prayers, in your declarations, in your decrees. And so I encourage you to be vocal with what you 
want, what you desire, what you know is in align with God's word and will for your life. And there's such a, a twisting and a perversion of that in our culture now with the new age and the manifestation and all those things. But the reality is that they're on to a truth from God's word. Yes, it's perverted, but the reality is that we do have the power of life and death in our tongues. And the Bible says that we will eat the fruit of our words. And that isn't just for believers. That's just a a principle, a reality, a spiritual reality that a lot of people have latched onto. And maybe, yeah, it's not being used for the glory of God and, and those things, but it is a truth that we have the power of life and death in our tongues and we will eat the fruit of our words. So what are we speaking? What are we believing? What are we declaring? And we know that out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if we're constantly speaking doubt and discouragement, we're constantly double-minded, we're wavering, we're back and forth, we're not going to receive the things that we are believing for. James talks about that. When you pray and you're double-minded and you're tossed back and forth with your, with what you're believing for, like you're not going to receive it. We have to operate in that gift of faith and actually stand on the truth of God's word and what you know he has spoken over your life. And there are so many things, and I can just confess my sins to the world right now, that there are so many things that I know God God has spoken to me and it's so easy to fall into doubt and be like, God, you know, did you really say that? I don't know. And it's just the age old tactic of the enemy right back from the beginning where he comes to Eve after they know what God has spoken. And he says, did God really say? And how often is it so easy to fall into that trap of the enemy and to really like question, God, did you really say that? Did I hear you right? And listen, he is faithful. He can work with us in those places, but we have to be intentional to stay in agreement and to fight back and say, yes, my God really did say this. My God promised me this. I am standing on God's word. This is what God says. And to let it come out of your mouth, not just be loose thoughts in your mind, but to be really just powerful coming out of your mouth, to speak life over those things, to speak life over what you know God has spoken. And so I encourage you to do that today, to take time to sit with the Lord and just ask him, God, what is on your heart for my life? Because I promise you that you have yet to experience the fullness of everything God has for you. None of us have. God promises that he takes us from glory to glory. And so there's always more. There's always more with him. And I just love that the journey of faith is so not monotonous. I love that. I love that it's not predictable, that we really are just on a journey with him and our faith is constantly forward moving. And I love that the Bible talks about casting off anything that hinders us or holds us back, anything that holds us back from running our race with perseverance. And so I encourage you two to take time and ask God, is there anything, God, that is hindering me, that is holding me back from running my faith race with the perseverance that I'm called to? God, because I want to walk forward into everything you have for me. I don't want to be hindered in any way. God, any sin, any entanglement, God, remove it so that I can move forward. And that is just my encouragement to you today. I'm going to pray for you. I pray that you are just blessed in this day, that God pulls you closer to his heart, that you draw near to him. The Bible says that he draws near to us when we draw near to him. So take that time to draw near to him. He is so faithful and he is 
the answer for every question we could ever have. His word, I pray that God would put a hunger inside of you and me, just a greater hunger for his word and a desire to know it. I'm currently reading a book right now, and it's all about this Romanian pastor who was persecuted for his faith, and he smuggled Bibles into Russia and just the things that he went through and the persecution that those around him went through just to get the word of God into the hands of believers. And it really shifts my perspective and makes me just so not want to take for granted the access that I have to his holy word. And I want to be a woman who hides his word inside my heart constantly and God keep my heart in a good condition so that I can receive your word and so that it can bear fruit in my life. And that is just my heart's desire is to know him and to make him known and to not take for granted the beauty of relationship with him and the privilege it is to know him. So I'm going to pray for you guys, pray that you have an amazing rest of your day. Thanks for tuning into this episode and thank you for just being a part of the journey with Janice, for being a part of what God is doing in and through this ministry. And I'm just so thankful for you and your willingness to tune in and listen. So Father God, I thank you so much. God, for this day, I thank you for every single person who will tune into this episode. God, I pray right now, Lord, for the new thing that you have for them. I believe so much, God, that you are doing new things in this season, in the earth, and in the body of Christ. And so I pray, God, that they will not miss out on it. God, that they will not be distracted. I pray right now against distraction in Jesus' name and every form of deception, God, that would keep them from stepping fully into the things you have for them. God, I thank you that you are emptying them of anything, God, that is not for them in this new season. God, so that they can have the capacity to receive the new things in this new season. God, I bless them. I speak life over them. God, I thank you that as I sit with you today, God, that you're going to reveal more of their calling and where they fit in the body of Christ and what you have for them in this season. God, I pray that you would help them, God, to get rid of anything that is not of you, any pain, any unforgiveness, any bitterness, God, anything that is not of you, God, keep us pure, keep us pure, God, purify our hearts and our minds, God, so that we can just run fully, God, just at full speed into the things you have for us. God, I speak life and blessing over every listener in Jesus' name. Amen.